Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of Jack Rant. It seems that you all came back because you wanted more. I mean, had you listened to the first one and never came back, that would be understandable. After listening to the second one, had you never come back, that would again mean that it was understandable. However, if you're back this third time, I'd have to assume that you need help. Not help from me, but from a sane person. You need desperate help. But we'll get to that later. As always, here on Jack Rant, we will avoid the unpleasant subjects that so many of you out there feel the need to be insane about. We see all this fun things on the media, on the social media, and sometimes we just see it from individuals doing it in person. The whole point of Jack Rant is not only for me to get my kicks and to let off a little steam, but in the hopes of also distracting a few of you from the outside world. We can put up walls all we want, but it gets in. And I hate that. But, moving on with my life. This week, we shall once again enjoy a delicious Jack Rant sandwich. Let's start off with that bread, shall we? In the past, I have covered physical things during this first segment. You know my despisement of the man bun and adult onesies. I have a literal list of things that I will be ranting about in the future, and those were the among the very first to get on that list. You're not an adult if you are wearing these things. There, I said it. But we're not talking about that right now, are we? No, today we're going to do our best in an attempt to save the English language. And no, no, I'm not talking about over-protection of the grammar. Grammar Nazis are unpleasant. In fact, I think we all can agree that 90% of the time, if someone feels the need to point out your grammar in a conversation or an argument, it's because they are feeling as though they have lost and they want to nitpick. No, no, no. Today we're talking about the saturation of the English language and the overuse of words that just have no place. I myself am guilty of this sometimes. I will use the word like where it just does not belong. It's almost a part of our language now. You know, like when a guy says, you know, like he saw this thing that was so totally like. Yeah, it, it's annoying. It's a cycle that we need to break. But there is one word in particular that is just sprinkled on every conversation, even where it has no business being there. And that is the word literally. Oh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, even many of you listening right now are very guilty of this word being just thrown out every five seconds. And it just does not need to be used. Here's an example. I once had to listen to a young man tell me a little story about him having an unpleasant interaction with a guest. He begins to speak. I'm like, okay, I am ready to listen. You know, unleashed. Go ahead and tell me. Go ahead and tell me. I will listen to every word. 
So I was like literally standing, like literally that spot over there. I was literally standing in that spot right there. I'm thinking to myself, okay, we have established you were over there, not in a metaphorical sense, but a literal sense. We've established that to get to the good part. And so I was literally standing there for what literally felt like five minutes. Okay, okay, so so it literally felt like five minutes. Okay, can you please get to the good part? So while I was literally standing there, I'm like, you're doing this to annoy me. What do you mean? You're clearly doing this to annoy me. What? No, I, I literally was standing there. I, I can tell. I can tell you were literally standing there. I was there watching you. And yes, I was literally watching you. I, I never understand it. Why do you feel the need to say literally so much? It just hurts physically. Okay. Okay, I've I've had my breath. I've had my breath. But you you get what I say. When you use one of these words this often, it begins to take away its effect. To the point where maybe that's why people overuse this word, because there was a time when someone would say, Oh, I was working like a dog. Oh, you were working as if you were a dog? No, no, not literally working like a dog, figuratively. Or maybe at some point someone said, Wow, I got my butt kicked. Oh, someone beat you up? No, someone literally kicked me in the butt. See, that is the distinction. That's when you need someone to clarify. That's when you actually need someone to use that word. Instead, you decide to spread everywhere to the point where we just don't believe you. It's almost like when someone says, wow, that person is a Nazi. Oh, what do you mean? Well, that person is basically Hitler. They are literally Hitler. Okay, they cannot literally be Hitler. Hitler, thank God, is dead. Okay, Hitler's dead. He's good. He's dead. He's in some unpleasant place, I should hope. But okay, what makes that person similar to Hitler? Well, he... He, he's just so mean, and and he's always telling me what to do. Your boss? Your, your boss is telling you what to do? That's not... That's not Hitler behavior. That's... That's your superior asking you to do your job behavior. I'm sorry, has, has your manager been responsible for a world war? Has your manager been responsible for taking the lives of countless innocent people? No? Then he has very little similarity with Hitler. So stop butchering that word, that name Hitler, because you just start to make it feel like it's less of a thing, like it's less of importance. Hitler was a god-awful piece of shit, ladies and gentlemen. Just a god-awful piece of shit. Um, are you just not going to bleep anything today? My assistant is no longer with us. I'm enjoying this. I'm really enjoying this. But yes, god-awful, low-life piece of I thought I told you. We're done with that. Stop taking my words. You piece of Okay, I was just thinking that word. You're good. You're good. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. He's back. But the point being... 
Do not overuse words. You take away their power, and thereby it's just annoying. Okay? We know you were literally breathing. We know you were literally over there. I do not think you were metaphorically breathing. I do not think you were metaphorically over there. I get you were literally over there. Okay? We get it. Your point has been made. Oh. But I'm moving on with my life. Let's move on to our delicious center, the meat, the onions. My God, I could go for some onions right now. Is there any onions? No? Well, that's too bad. You're horrible people if you don't have onions. Anyway. We're now moving on to something that I know we haven't covered in our past couple episodes. We've picked on a lot of customers because, let's be honest, there's a lot of bad customers out there to pick on. But let us not forget there are bad employees as well. There are bad employees that you interact with as the customer who's just trying to get a service or get a product and you're actually being reasonable about it. There's also just bad employees because you work with them and you know they're horrible. They could be horrible at just interacting with you. They could just be horrible workers. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I know that we all like to think of the old left and right, black and white thinking saying, this side is good, this side is bad, this side is bad, this side is good. That's annoying. We all know there are bad guests, bad customers, but there's also good guests, good customers. There are bad employees, but there are good employees. Okay, but that's a that's a conversation for another time. We're getting off track here. I do that, and I don't care if you don't like it. So, what can make a bad employee? Well, let's start first from the coworker perspective. I think we've all had a bad coworker in our time. A coworker who Maybe they're always late. Maybe they don't do any work. Maybe they do work, but they do it so absolutely half that you're just like, why do you even try? This work is done so that you're, I'm just wondering, why do you even try? You know that you did not do this right. You know. But one of my least favorite employees are the ones who just regularly disappear from their designated area. Now, obviously, you're going to have to go to the restroom. Obviously, you're going to have to get a drink of water. You're human. These are human things you're going to have to do on shift. Just let someone know where you're going. Just say, uh, I'm going to the restroom real quick. Oh, I'm going to go get a drink of water real quick. It's that simple. It's just that simple. But there are some people who think, I need to just disappear for 20 minutes. I need to just walk off the reservation. And then the manager comes over and he says, huh, there's one employee here when there's supposed to be two. And two would make this line go by so much quicker. Walks over, hey, where's your coworker? I'll happily help out until they get back. Well, they've been gone for 20 minutes. I don't know where they went. They didn't say. Are they on break? They, they didn't say. You then find them in the back doing absolutely nothing. They could be on their phones. They could just be kicking back in a chair. And you ask them, what are you doing? Well, I just needed a break. Did you 
tell anyone? Did a supervisor say yes, now is an appropriate time to take a break? No, I just decided I need one. Get back out there. They just decide they need a break. They just decide they need to go in the break room and just chill without telling anybody. Isn't that always fun? And it's not even just the break room. Sometimes there are the ones who say, Oh, I needed a smoke break. Okay, but you left 20 minutes ago. I really needed a smoke break. I have no actual problem with smokers, especially the ones that are respectful, who are like, okay, I'm going to go over here and not breathe the smog onto you. But the ones who just need one at the worst time possible and just say, I'm just going to take it. I, I don't care what you think. I'm just going to take it. it. That's just happening. We've all dealt with one of those in if you ask me, we all have. In fact, that reminds me of a fun little story. Yes, I love my stories. Get over it. So, I once worked in an establishment where we had a lot of electrical equipment. And so, obviously, you have to have technicians. Engineers, or not engineers. Technicians. We'll, we'll just say they're technicians. You have to have technicians on staff. And... One of these technicians, he was he had been there for a couple months. He knew the lay of the land. He knew what he was doing more or less. And it was a very busy day. We were all running around. I was running from one area to the next saying, you're good. Okay, I'll fix this. Okay, now you're good. Okay, I'll go over here. You're good. Okay, we're good. We're moving on. I was running around everywhere. And then he approaches me as I'm speaking to a guest and says, Jack, I really need to talk to you. Oh, okay, can this wait for two minutes? Like, I'm talking to a guest right now, as in the guest is right in front of me right now. He's like, but it's really important. I'm like, okay, wait two minutes. The guest right in front of me, unless something's on fire, unless someone is bleeding or dying or vomiting, the person staying right in front of me kind of has my attention. So I dealt with that guest. I then pulled him aside. I'm like, okay, sorry about that. What can Jack do for you? Well... I have a complaint about our other manager, Denise. Well, what did she do? Well, she, I walked up to her and said, hey, I really need a smoke break. And she asked me if I could wait. Uh-huh. I'm not hearing the problem so far. Well, I really need a smoke break right now. Well, Buddy, as you can see right now, we are busy as all heck. Yeah, once all this is settled, once we have calmed things down, sure, take your smoke break, but I'm going to have to agree with my fellow manager. You can wait. Guess what he did? He then just took his smoke break. We were calling him. We were saying, we need you right now. He's like, I'm on my smoke break. Okay, but two managers told you to wait, which is very reasonable. We, I then went out there myself. I got him. I said, okay, you need to get back in there now. He went in. We were back on the job. I'm like, okay, I'll speak to him once this is all over. But right now, we got work to do. Sure enough, the crowds died down shortly after. I'm like, okay, you can go take your smoke break now. But let me tell you, when two managers tell you no, especially with something this reasonable, you don't disappear. You don't leave your coworkers behind. You don't leave them calling you constantly saying, I need you here right now. This needs to be fixed right now. I have customers who are very unhappy because this is not working. I need you here right now. You do not do that. That's not how it works. 
We then get to talk to him about an hour after this, and he says, Okay, I'd like to turn my letter of resignation. Both myself and the art managers look at him and we're like, Okay, what seems to be the problem? Well, I just didn't like the fact of how everything went down there. I said I needed a smoke break, and you wouldn't let me go. Well, yeah. We were busy. We need you on the floor. You could have waited. I myself had to go to the bathroom. I was running around like crazy. I said to myself, I can wait in our 10, 15 minutes. I'm a grown human being. I can wait. I'm not going to disappear. Well, actually, no, that's not what I said. I said some bureaucratic nonsense and calmed him down, just as you always do. And finally... He calmed down. He said, okay, can I take my resignation back? You know what? Sure, take your resignation back. It's fine. We were all flustered. It was busy. We all just needed a moment to ourselves. And then he ends the conversation with perhaps one of the strangest things I've ever heard. He says, okay, well, we're really going to have to discuss this in the future because this is a smoker's rights thing. Both myself and the air manager kind of like, take a glance at each other, then we look back at him, and we're like, smokers' rights? Yeah, as a smoker, I have the right to take a smoke break whenever I need it. Um, no. No, that's not how it works. No. I mean, no. <laughs> we let him leave, and once he's gone, we look at each other, and we're like, Smokers' rights. I I did not know that there was specific rights to smokers, and one of them was I can just leave whenever I need to. It, it's not insulin. Y you will not die if you do not get it right now. <sighs> Obviously, this is one of the more extreme cases, but you know, it's strange how people think just in the back of their mind, oh, I can just disappear right now. I can go disappear even though it's not my break and just hang out in the break room for 20 minutes. I can go and take a bite even though it's this person's turn to go on break in five minutes. And obviously, it, I don't want them to go in front of me. No. Why would I want them to go in front of me just because it's their turn? Just because they signed up for this break slot. <laughs> just because they did the right procedure. <laughs> Why? Why would I want them to go ahead of me? I mean, that just doesn't make sense, does it? In the end, you just need to be considerate. When you're on the job, you're being paid to do a job. Is it unreasonable to wait a little while longer? No. If the job is halfway decent, they will come find you when the things are all done being crazy. They'll say, hey, I know you asked for a quick little smoke break. It just slowed down. Now is the perfect time. Please, go take a smoke break. You've earned it. Go ahead. They're not going to stop you from using the restroom. They're not going to stop you from getting a quick drink of water. They might say, okay, go get the drink of water, but please hurry back. I need you to hurry back now. But just, just stay at your stations, people. You are put at a station to do a specific job. If you're not in that specific station, you're probably not doing that job, the job that which you are being paid for. And the our employees who are doing their jobs, who are staying at their stations, have to work harder because 
the work is less divided. Where once there was two people doing a job and the lines moving decently quick, there's now one line. Why is there one line? Because you decided what you needed was so much more important. Ugh. But I'm moving on with my life. Oh, that felt so good to say. Nope, nope, moving on, moving on. I am not going to anymore. Not about that. We'll probably come back to it, though. Now we move on to the last segment, the last little light piece of bread, wheat bread. Yes, wheat bread is wonderful. We're just going to come to this and try to wind ourselves down. Now, this next part, I think, is actually a little bit funny. How many of you out there are animal lovers? I assume most of the sane people out there are. I, too, love animals. I have had just about every kind of animal I can think of. I have had cats, I have had dogs, I have had parrots, I have had ferrets, I have had other small rodents, I have had a turtle, I have had rabbits, I've even had frogs at one point. Certain things I haven't had, I haven't had a snake, I haven't had a spider, because only crazy people have spiders. That thing is not looking at you thinking you are my friend, it is looking you in the eye and is thinking I will end you. The second I get out of here, I will end you. But we'll talk about spiders another day. I do not fear them. I hate them. There's a difference. Fear means I see one and I run the opposite direction. Hate means the second I see it, I stomp on it. As God intended, I see a big spider and I stomp on it. <sighs> but again, discussion for another time. Now, while I love animals and while I have gone as far as to say, oh, this animal is a good friend of mine, this animal is a roommate, I might even have gone as far as to say, this animal's it's practically family. It's practically family, this this animal, this dog, this cat. I, I, I look at it and I say, what's up, my good buddy? What's up? But there are some out there that just, that's just not enough. They feel need to say a particular word. Right? I suppose it's Two words, I think of it as one. A phrase, we'll call it a phrase. Fur babies. You might think this is a cute term. You might think that is an endearing term. You might think that it, it's even just funny. You might think people listen like, oh, I, I get it. You you look at the cat like it's your baby. Oh, that's that's adorable. It's not adorable. It's creepy. It's weird. People will say, I'm a cat mama, I'm a dog mama, I'm a dog daddy, I'm, this is my fur baby, this is my baby, my little baby boy. Your, your baby boy walks on all fours and is completely covered in hair and has a tail? Who did you mate with? You know what, don't answer that, I don't want to know. Oh, it's just very simple, no, 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 we're not talking about whatever it is you had to, to make that. Okay? We're not talking about whatever it is you had to just to make that. I don't even want to imagine what the birth would be like. Anyway, what, what I was trying to say is that it's just plain weird. You know, some people try to put it on their dating profile. Some people will 
brag about saying things like, oh, I'm an accomplished man, I put on a suit every day, I have an important job, I'm a puppy daddy. I'm like, what, what was that? I, I put on a suit every day? No, 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 a little bit after that. I have an important job. You know darn well what I'm referencing, you lunatic. Well, I'm a, I'm a puppy daddy. I feel like in certain circles, that means something completely different from what you're trying to use it as. <laughs> that dog is not your baby. I mean, you can say it in, in an endearing way. It's like, oh, hey, baby, how's it going? Oh, such a good baby. That's one thing. But then there are those of you out there who are like, no, 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 this, this is my son. This is my son right here. This is my daughter, my, my daughter right here. Your, your, your daughter is a cat? Well, yeah. That's not how, that's not how offspring work exactly. Oh, oh, sure, but if someone adopts a human, they're allowed to consider it. Yes, that's a human, okay? A human adopted a human. It's the same thing as if a cat adopts a cat. You, you can easily say, oh, that's their adoptive baby. No, that's just their baby. That makes sense. A human should not be saying that a cat or a dog is their baby. I once met a man who said, oh, this tarantula is my baby. This tarantula is my daughter. Okay. I've seen this horror movie. And if you're giving birth to spiders, then I need to get out of Dodge. But, but this tarantula, no, as a tarantula, you are human. Unless you just somehow found a way to a giant spider somewhere. I don't even know where you find a spider big enough to Then, no, that's not your baby. No, no, you deranged and possibly animal loving too muching person. That's not how it works. I want to say the other word, but my assistant informed me that he was not only not going to bleep that word, but he might report me for saying that word. It starts with a B, and it's creepy, and it's disgusting. Real quick. There, I said it. <laughs> oh, that felt really good. I've always wanted to say that. I mean, have you ever seen someone... Well, we're going to talk about dating websites at some point i have used them in my time and they still to this day confuse me i don't want to go anywhere near them but have you ever seen someone like proudly declare on their dating profile or whatever if they put anything on there some of them just don't put anything but that's a story for our time but have you ever seen them put i'm a puppy daddy i'm a kitty mommy and just cringe a little bit it doesn't make you sound appealing it doesn't make you sound like you've got it all together it makes it sound like you've been drinking things. Perhaps too much of these things. Okay. If you actually read a dating profile and see the words fur baby and say, I'm into that particular individual. Well, then there are conventions for individuals like you. We're not going to talk about them, but... You know what conventions I'm talking about. Let's just say they wear suits. Very warm suits. 
Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, fur babies. Weird term. Puppy mamas, kitties, daddies. Stop saying it. It's weird. It's creepy. It makes you sound desperate. It makes me want to throw things at you. It makes me want to go rescue that animal because I fear you're dressing it in human clothing even though it scratches you to death every time and you question why do you keep scratching me while I put on your favorite outfit. I don't know about you, but if I was putting on my favorite outfit, I wouldn't be clawing myself because I would be my favorite outfit. Therefore, I would have no problem putting it on. <sighs> Fur babies is a weird term. And anyone who uses it probably needs to see a shrink like fast. Like fast. <sighs> I feel good about this. I feel good about the things we talked about today. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for attending the third podcast episodes of Jack Rant. Again, you might just be deranged and felt like listening to another deranged person, which is fine. The internet was made for finding other deranged people. We're everywhere. We used to hide in basements and just hold it all in, but now we can let it out. Is that a good thing? I don't think so. It's actually a bad thing. You don't let the crazy out of the bottle. Okay, who said that? Huh? Not me. But again, thank you for listening. I hope to see you again next time. I recently did receive a question I want to address real quick. If anyone has any suggestions of things they want to rant about, or things that they want me to rant out on their behalf, please feel free to present them to me. Absolutely. I have quite literally a four-page list of things that I want to rant about. You think I'm going to run out of things to rant about one day? I'm not. But if you have something you would like to bring to the table, please make contact with me, and I'll consider it. Preferably have it be something relatable. If you have a tale and want to rant about, that's not very relatable. Have a great night.